to Z Talks, episode two, Financial Planning 101, Basics of Money Management. going to get into uh, quite a bit of fun today. And I think this is something that uh, we're going to continue the journey here. So we're, we're, this is officially episode two. Uh, my name is Alex Wong. This is Tobias Zadi with us. Say hello. Hey, Alex. Hey, everyone. All right. We're, we're getting down to a groove here. So hopefully working out some of the nerves here, uh, jumping in, I will tell you that um, the first thing I start off, want to start off with is, uh, at least for those that are listening to when this is released, I am so excited about some of the initial feedback that we got from the first episode. I know we're just getting started on, you know, what we want to get done, uh, you know, sharing some tips. And so I'll just say from episode one, for those that have reached out, that have commented, that have participated, um, we're really excited that you guys are uh, as excited as we are. So um, I don't know about you, Tobias, have you heard anything, any feedback, any, any good stuff that's come just from what we've done uh, from week one? I'm actually uh, really surprised by how many people have reacted to this already. Uh, so it's it's a lot more. I was thinking maybe two people will look at it, but I think we're at uh, 30 listeners already with just two episodes, and one doesn't even count. So I'm I'm learning. I'm I'm learning how to do podcasts, how to look at statistics, and uh, it has become part of my daily routine to actually look how many listens we have on our podcast. So pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I will say uh, I, myself, I'm pretty sure that myself and my mom has listened more than a lot of others. Um, but it is exciting to know that there's people out there listening, there's feedback, there's comments. I welcome everyone, please. I know this is something that we're going to get used to saying, but like, comment, share, subscribe. I think that's like the verbs here. But um, all right, so let's get uh, going into today. I think we've got a topic that just seems to be uh, very timely. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about money. And so again, for us, it is the week, uh, you know, the, the end of January here in, in 2021. And uh, there's been some, some you know, very interesting things that have happened even just in the first month of 2021. Um, I think we're gonna scratch on the surface of, you know, some of the things that are in the news that are timely now. Um, we're gonna jump into a little bit of uh, some tips that we can share with you. I think that's the, the, the part that we hope you walk away with, um, the ability to at least put together a basics of a budget if you don't already have something there. Um, and then we're going to uh, tie this back into, you know, something we had started the last episode, which is the goals. And so we'll both take you into some of the goals that um, we have within the like financial goals specifically. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll get this thing rolling. So I uh, want to start with just what's happening today. I can tell you, you know, we talked about putting money as a topic um, uh, as far as the next coming episodes. And so as we're working through this process for me, I, I tend to spend a lot more time diving into whatever it is that we're going to be you know, recording about. And so this week just happens to be um, a lot of fun. And so I'm, I'm going to see, well, Tobias, I know you, you've actually shared with me a lot of these details, um, some of the things that have happened within the Bitcoin world, you know, I think uh, within even uh, with GameStop and, and what they're doing. And so you're the one that actually opened up my eyes to these. You, 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 I think you've participated in history. So uh, you want to give us a glimpse of what's going on? Yeah, I mean, this month has been really crazy. Like at the beginning of the month, we had the cryptos really skyrocketing. Uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum have been reaching new all-time highs. Uh, today, I think Dogecoin even uh, reached the new all-time high of like, I think, $8 cents. If you're listening to this in 2025 and you will think, what, this was ever beyond, uh, below $10? Yeah, this is uh, what 2021 looks like. 
And uh, yeah, the other big thing that's going on right now is uh, Wall Street bets on Reddit. Um, when I looked at that the first time was, I think that was last week when I actively started looking at them. And they had about 2 million users, which is already way more than they used to have uh, when they opened up. I think they opened up in 2012. So it's not, not a new channel, but it just gained a lot of traction because of this whole GameStop story. And I think you've probably heard about it a lot because it's all over the news, probably all over the world as well. Um, so basically what's happening is that um, small retail investors uh, get together on a subreddit and they're now 6 million people uh, as of today. Uh, and they're basically just buying game stock, uh, GameStop stock because they wanna just mess around with uh, hedge funds because hedge funds are actually shorting GameStop because uh, GameStop, I mean, their, their business model is not really uh, something that still is relevant in 2021. Um, they had a great business model that worked when um, the internet wasn't around. And um, this pandemic is really just uh, accelerating their, uh, their failure over time. So uh, it just makes a lot of sense that, uh, that um, these hedge funds were actually shorting uh, and by shorting, uh, for those who don't mean what that is, it's actually selling stock that you don't own, where you hope that um, at a later time you can buy them back for a cheaper price. So uh, I can basically go to Alex and say, hey, Alex, uh, can you sell me $10 worth of uh, game stock? And um, in maybe two months from now, I expect that the price of GameStop is $5.00. So you sell me a contract for, for this option um, for maybe a dollar. Um, that means I have to pay $5 two months from now for, for the GameStop stock plus $1 for a contract and you get my $10 today. And that makes me um, a difference of $4. And that's what they do, but in the millions. Um, the problem with that is they have to buy back at any time. That means, uh, if the price doesn't go down to $5, but um, as we are right now, uh, it goes up to $500, they have to buy for $500. And this is multi-billion dollar companies we're talking about. And all they do is doing short selling of large companies or of, of failing companies. And this is basically, uh, I think Alex has said this before we started recording, um, this is rage against the machine. This is people actually actively trying to mess with the system. Yeah, it, it, it is crazy. I can't believe it. I will tell you, it's been so much, I mean, well, fun in little ways. We're watching from the sidelines, but the amount of news, you know, the evening news, the morning news, friends, family members reaching out, like, hey, asking opinions, but at the same time, just, I can't believe that this is happening, but you know what? It, it goes to show where uh, we live today in society that, you know, if we group together in any capacity, you can really see the power of, of um, numbers, right? And, and whether that's uh, protesting or in this scenario, I mean, a lot of it is, well, well, I'd like to think it's stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. And so that's why this Robin Hood uh, company, it's a middle bit, it really is, it's, um, it's interesting to see how this is all playing out. So uh, I think that is a great insight into how it works. I know, you know sometimes when people look at stocks, you're just numbers are all crazy, even explaining short. Thank you for that, Tobias. Not everyone understands that. So uh, there's a lot of th fun things that are you know going on. And, and so we hope to really get you prepared. And as we progress here, there's going to be more topics that come up. So if you don't know what's going on, hang out, stick with us. We'll try to explain things in more detail. You know, we'll probably do a deep dive into the market, uh, investing 101s coming up. Uh, cryptocurrency is another one. 
Uh, and so, you know, that, that's another example, just uh, I, I know, you know, it's not everyone, but XRP just give us that 30 seconds of, of how even that played out and, you know, that potential ride that happened in the last uh, few days here, weeks. There's more to it. I mean, this is not just uh, the, the masses messing with hedge funds. This is actually a war and the war started yesterday because the hedge funds are, are not just uh, letting people do that with them. Uh, they're not actively trying to sabotage the market. So yesterday, Robinhood, the app that you mentioned, uh, just removed the buy button from, from the stocks. So you could only sell your stock, but you could not buy more, which obviously drives down the price. Um, Reddit keeps being attacked by, by bots. So we have, I think out of these 6 million users on Wall Street bets, I think at least 30% are gonna be bots. And uh, today when the stock market opened, the New York stock market, um, I was checking the price from the European market from, uh, from the beginning, from eight o'clock in the morning and at uh, 3.30 p.m. Uh, our time, the New York market opens. And exactly at that time, I didn't, uh, I didn't get to reach Reddit. It was down. Um, my, my brokers were all down. Everything was just broken. Um, people were still not able to buy more, uh, more shares. Um, Robinhood is actually now limiting people to buy five stocks of, of GameStop, uh, not more, which is still a manipulation of the market. So there's actually a class action suit against, um, against Robinhood going on right now in the US. So this is a really interesting story. And this is literally history in the making right now. Cool, cool stuff. Like I said, I don't think there's a better week for us to pick to talk a little bit about money. So uh, that is great to know. And I mean, I think that we're, we're all living history and um, we'll have a chance to kind of update you guys as we go along. But hopefully you guys are, you know, as much as you're learning, finding ways to participate uh, in a safe manner, right? I think that's always uh, something that you got to be careful don't, um, in, in some instances, because we don't really know what's going on, like this is a bet, right? This is a gamble. This is new rules. There's new ways to do it. But if you if you follow the right groups, and then even for myself, Reddit is something that I, I am always aware of, but never really took on to like understanding the power of it. And, and with this, like I've downloaded it, I'm subscribing, I'm adding buttons. Uh, device, maybe you can give me some hints of exactly how this works later. Uh, we can come back to some of our favorite apps, but I mean, I think some, what was the, the, the main guy who's driving all this? How much money did he make? I, I want to say it's like six, seven figures. Uh, yeah, there's a guy called, um, I will just call them uh, DFV, um, just to make sure that our, uh, our clean tech uh, keeps up. Um, <laughs> so this guy uh, bought, bought uh, call options and stock uh, a year ago because he was knowing that this is going to come. So this is really interesting. And um, he's been a meme and he's been posting uh, regular updates. And right now, uh, today he was down $18 million, but uh, he still made a profit, the total profit of about 40 million. And now that the stock went back up, I think he's probably at about 50. So I'm waiting for his update later today to see how he's doing. And uh, the meme is basically, if he still holds, I still hold. And uh, we just wanna make sure we don't sell the stock uh, in order to keep the price going up. Wow. 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 Okay. Well, very, very cool stuff. I think this is uh, something that, you know, it hopefully gets you a little bit excited. Um, I'm going to jump into now uh, kind of switch gears and, and talk a little bit about um, the basics, the fundamentals, right? What we, we've said this from the beginning, we're not subject matter experts. Uh, we're not CPAs. Uh, we, we're not mutual fund um, employees or any of that sort. So what you hear here from us is things that we've learned from people, from sites, from podcasts ourselves. 
um, you know, I think if you, if anything, yeah, you know, be curious, ask questions, but make sure you go and confirm the things that work for you and with people that you trust and probably folks with, you know, degrees and certifications and experience. It's always good to talk about um, money. Actually, that, that is, you know, one of the things that I would say, uh, maybe even in the beginning of last year, I started to really approach friends and um, ask people because I've been really into money, you know, as far as just how to manage it. I went to a Tony Robbins session uh, a few years ago and they passed me a book and it was Money Master the Game. And it's like a 700 page book and gives you a ton of history, you know, on and some of the greatest investors of our life. I mean, Warren Buffett, Ray Dalio. Uh, Peter, Mal I think there's, there's just, it, it's an endless name of uh, Hall of Famers. And so that book was great, but 700 pages is a lot. And, you know, he just kind of run through everything. So I absorbed that and then moved forward. And, you know, I think there's a lot that came from it. Uh, and then there's a series of books that have come after Unshakable, which is the second series. Um, it, it talks about how to prepare for a bear market, you know, when things are going to go bad, which is really interesting because came out about two years ago. So it basically was preparing for what's happening right now as we're living it. Um, and then there's a third book that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm referencing these because a lot of what I'm saying is going to come from these as well, um, is The Path. And that's just uh, something that's been released, I want to say, about a month ago from where I'm sitting now in January 2021. And that's with Peter Maluk and Tony Robbins as well. Um, it then talks about actually how to navigate through the pandemic times, right? People are scared, people are fearful. But as you can see from the story that we talked at the very beginning or spoke of, if you're aware, um, independent of what's going on, there's always ways to profit. So, uh, you know, read up on those. There's probably a YouTube version. There's a Cliff Notes version. But um, what I'm going to walk through now is just a few steps that I think is important for everyone to just kind of, um, you know, do for yourselves as we've done with planning in the first episode. You know, this one now is going to be about uh, money goals. And so uh, it's really important because if you don't know uh, where you're going, you're not going to ever get there. And so being able to understand, you know, just getting a good glimpse of yourself. So I think the, um, uh, we're going to go through a few steps here, but I think this is a very straightforward for some of you guys. Uh, if you're doing it already, great. Hopefully there's ways to improve it. But um, as far as putting together your own budget, so this doesn't mean like, hey, I'm going to spend only $100 on ice cream next month and that's my budget. Yeah, that'll get you so far. And, you know, I hear some feedback and like, budgets don't work because you need money. And so I'm not saying to go out there and just throw a dart and put some numbers and saying that's what I'm going to spend. Um, I think there's some analysis that goes to this. And so taking a look at, you know, your spending is going to be the most important thing. Um, if you haven't done this before, spend one month of tracking your spending. Look at whether it's credit card. I mean, ideally, you're, you're not using six different credit cards, cash, everything else. But uh, first and foremost, try to get it as simple as you can and track your spending. Know how much you're spending every month, how much money is coming in, uh, how much is coming out. So, you know, for me, uh, I use about two different credit cards, um, maybe three if you include my, my checking account, which is my ATM. And so all three of those, uh, you can go to their websites, you can go to your uh, app and you can download a monthly spend report. You know, they, they're, they're automatically generated there. And so like, whether you wanna use a spreadsheet to track it, if you just want the high level numbers of how much you're spending versus how much you're making, you know, I think it's important, how, whatever you feel comfortable with. And I think the further along you get, the more granular you're gonna to wanna to get. So, you know, for me, like I've got categories. I know how much I'm spending on food versus how much I'm sh shopping. Amazon uh, is one that comes up, DoorDash. Uh, but for you, you just wanna know how much you're spending. Um, so tracking that all in is kind of that first step. Um, and there's apps out there that could make it easy if you, you know, Mint is a popular app that you can track your spending. Um, again, every bank, every major institution should have a way for you to pull a monthly bill. And now it's all digital. So you shouldn't have to do all the calculations. You literally can pull it. It gives you a summarized number. Um, you can track, understand how much you're spending. And that gives you kind of the very beginning of your, your, uh, your budget plan, let's say.
um, after you track your spending. I think that's going to be key. Obviously, you want to have the ability to understand, you know, which expenses that you have are fixed expenses uh, versus variable expenses. And so fixed expenses can be things that you know you're going to have to pay for, right? There's rent, there's a certain amount of food, there's insurance, there's internet. Um, get those categories down so you really understand, you know, what is the basic cost of living for you. Um, you know, after one month of, of your tracking records, hopefully you can get a good glimpse of this. So go back, take a look, you know, which one of those things are the ones that you need and which one of those are those extra splurges on the weekend that you probably did, shouldn't have done. Um, that gives you a pretty good, you know, basis of where you want to start this off. Understand how much you're spending, uh, understand how much of it is required. So bills, insurance, you know, all those kind of things that you need to have. And then how much of that is um, what, what I'm calling a variable expense. And uh, that really gives you the, the foundation of where you're at. You, you want to know how much you need to survive, which is basically your fixed expenses. And then, you know, how much is the nice to have? How much is the potential you can put into spending? Once you have that, you know, variable um expense category kind of fleshed out. Hopefully there's some kind of access. You're making a little bit more money than you're spending. If not, I think there's some easy saving tips and you know you can YouTube this, you can Google this. There's a bunch of ways you can save money, but you want to get obviously how much you're making to be a lot more than how much you're spending. And that way you start to think about the future. Um, how much can you put aside for uh, investing, for security funds? I think the most important thing as you're going through this exercise um, you know, to, uh, or as you're thinking about investing and all that things like there, there's a nest egg that you want to make sure that you take care of yourself with. So I've, I've gone through some financial advisors along with these books. I've, I've paid a good amount of money to get the same advice. Um, at, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's important for you to know how much you're spending, know how much you have available, you know, as far as um, for variable expenses, and then give yourself a chance to succeed by first putting away some money at the end of the month for your security fund. That typically is yeah, three months of your salary or three months of your cost of living. Make sure that that's there in case anything happens. Uh, unfortunately, I think I had heard somewhere like 99% of Americans today, if, if they had like a $1,000 debt that they weren't aware of or weren't planned for, maybe it's wrong numbers, but they, you know, they would be financially ruined. And so, you know, you want to get ahead of that. You want to take advantage of, of um, preparing for yourself. So uh, that was a lot to say. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, once you have how much you're spending, you have the security fund, the goal is to get to investing. And so um, it is, you know, a lot of the fun stuff we talked about at the beginning, it's where we want to go. Uh, you know, everyone does this differently, Tobias. I, maybe you can comment on how you do it. I'm sure, you know, we, we haven't gotten into detail, but what does that look like for you? Do you have a general sense of what you're doing with budget and, and tracking some of this stuff? Well, I do use um, mostly a, a multi-banking app. It's called Money Money. Uh, I think it's tailored for the for the German market and it only works with German banks but I think it's similar to what you mentioned and uh, yeah I basically track my bank account on a on a regular basis and by regular I mean about every hour so uh, I, I'm really trying to see all of my expenses coming in all of the income um, is extensively tracked from my side so that I know always exactly how much money I have and how much is going out. Um, I think the things that are really important is don't just spend money without budgeting for it. And what I mean with that is things like um, eating. So everyone eats uh, hopefully multiple times a day, um, but a lot of people are not actually planning what they're going to eat and how they're going to eat and how do they actually pay for it. So a lot of people spend way more money than they actually should on food. Um, and 
the results, and by results, I mean uh, the, the quality of the food is probably also worse if you don't actually plan what you're, what you're eating. So um, my advice here would be sit down once a week, write down what exactly do you want to eat on which day, uh, write that down, write um, a, sh a shopping list, go to your grocery store once a week, get the stuff that you need so you don't have to go multiple times a week, buy your groceries and then start cooking every day or every night. Uh, and what I do personally is um, we always cook um, twice as much as we need so that we can just warm up what we ate the day before. Uh, so we have lunch for the next day as well. Um, and since we did that, we actually cut our expenses for, for food by 50%. And still that allows you to have some room for, for going out to eat or uh, picking up some, some, I don't know, some snacks on the way. I mean, this year it's, uh, it's a little bit different anyway because most places are closed down. But still, uh, that was something that really helped me um, do my, my budget a little bit better. Cool. No, I think that's great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes as we speak uh, because it is something that I that is uh, one I definitely need to do. Create a list. Go to you know, when you're going shopping because then you're you're really focused on what you're going to get. Otherwise, you can spend hours and it becomes much more dangerous. So uh, that's a great tip, and I think it's something that you know there's there's plenty of ways to to approach this. So. Uh, the idea is just to have a plan in place, to be aware, to be, you know, we want to get you to be financially literate, where you're understanding the ramifications of your spend, and it's okay to spend, but just know what's going to happen as a result. So um, very cool stuff. I, I think that's great input, you know, and I think for those that have that button down, fantastic. If you need a template, again, you can actually reach out. I've got a template I'm happy to share. Um, there's things that you can Google, there's Mint, there's Money Money, there's things that will work for you. So uh, just talk about it. Um, I, I do want to spend a little bit of time here. Now we're just going to go into, you know, some of the things that uh, Tobias, you know, as far as our goals, tie this back into how we started some of this. And we want to finish talking through some of our goals. I know you and I both have financial goals and, and somewhat, uh, somewhat similar in the crossover, but do you want to share with us what you're thinking of, uh, at least for this year uh, for yourself? Yeah. So, um, as you saw, um, at the beginning of this episode, uh, I talk a lot about the crypto market and about the stock market. And that was actually one of my goals for this year. So I, I had on my list to uh, invest more in stocks, crypto and ETF. Yeah, so ETFs are called uh, exchange traded funds. And they're basically just mirroring a uh, index fund like the NASDAQ or the S&P 500 or the Eurostoxx 50 or whatever um, exchange you're, you're currently interested in. Uh, and yeah, that was one of my first goals. And uh, I think the, the month was starting quite well. Uh, I spent a lot of time on cryptos and uh, in the stock market. Uh, this is a kind of interesting with GameStop. Uh, I wasn't actually expecting to do something like this. I was more thinking of um, uh, more serious investments. But I mean, this one is fun and it feels like I'm, uh, I'm part of history. So uh, this is cool. Uh, the other things I, I was looking into was I wanted to start investing in the United States. And um, as you've probably heard, if you listen to the first episode, uh, I, I'm from Germany. So um, for me, it's it's a new thing to invest in the US. And um, Alex is actually a little bit further on that than me because he's already started investing in Germany. So um, I have to do my part and uh, start a project with him somewhere. So I'm probably going to be in the real estate market, but we don't know yet. It could be anything that's really, uh, that's really cool. 
Um, the other things that I was looking into was uh, exploring the market in Spain and specifically Mallorca, which is a very famous Spanish island that a lot of German people like um, for, I don't know what reason, honestly, there's way too many Germans there, uh, but it's just <laughs> super close. It's like less than two hours by plane. And uh, we have a ton of planes just going there uh, back and forth each day. So you can basically wake up in the morning and, and think, yeah, why don't I just go to Mallorca now? And you just go straight to the airport and just fly there. Just like any other city you would go to by, by car or by train. So it's an interesting market. And I see that there's probably a lot of good business opportunities. And uh, I just want to start um, a network there. I want to get to know some people and just see what can be done in Mallorca, just because it's interesting. And the last thing, is um, I actually have a, I have a holding company that I founded last year. Um, and the whole reason I did that is because I'm really interested in the startup market. I do want to uh, join startups, uh, maybe as an investor, but also as a mentor. Uh, and I'm just really interested in uh, starting a company from the grounds up and getting it to, to market ready, to scalability, and uh, just find the best people I know and just concentrate them on one big project and make it just scale up as, as high as it can get. And that's really interesting for me. So I've, I've joined um, a startup association uh, here in Stuttgart, but I think I, I want to be more active in the total European market as soon as that's possible again to, to travel. Yeah, that's my plans cool. for this year. You know what? I think I'm just going to join you because that sounds great. <laughs> uh, I will, we, we've got some things tied together. Uh, you know, I think getting something done in the U.S. Is, is definitely something that is one of my goals, right? So that we can do it together. Um, you talk about Mallorca, which, you know, I haven't been, uh, but you've shared it. And it's basically paradise of Europe to me. Um, I'm talking to you, hopefully, about Hawaii, an opportunity there. Uh, right now, we're just saying it could be anywhere. Um, you know, if anyone has a great idea, we're all open for it. Companies, real estate, you know, we want to hear about it. And I think that's where some of our best ideas have come from others. So uh, I think that's fantastic. You know, um, I would just say uh, to add on, because, you know, in sharing my own goals, I think that is very similar, right? We've got uh, some plans for an investment here. I want to continue to be active in the cryptocurrency and the, and the market overall. ETFs, I think you're spot on. I feel like we're on the same page. You know, that's the the right play at the end of the day. If you have you know low risk tolerance and you and you want to just make sure that you're getting money back, um, it's it's the smart move. And then uh, another goal I have that I think you've done successfully actually over there is create a holding company for the different businesses and investments that you have. I think, um, you know, I, I'm always learning from you when it comes to taxes, uh, obviously a little bit different in how you do it over there in the EU and in Germany, but uh, you've done a nice job setting up a holding company, which has, you know, several of your smaller companies underneath it. And there's tax uh, benefits and there's expense benefits and things like that. So uh, I want to get myself on that same track. So hopefully at some point we'll be talking about a, an episode, uh, actually we will, about setting up LLCs and investments and some of these other things that um, we've kind of alluded to. So um, we're not going to go too far into that. I think today was just kind of scratching the surface on money management, um, finance 101, basically. Hopefully you guys got a little something from it. Um, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're not the experts. So there are a ton of resources out there and, and a lot of different ways to kind of get yourself financially literate. Um, I'll share, you know, my background in, in not having uh, uh, direct access to, you know, 
folks that were open to speaking about it because money, you know, what I found out, it's it's a almost a taboo topic. You don't typically talk to your friends about it. You're worried about it. You don't know too much. But you, what you realize is, is when you start talking about it with people, you, you get a lot of uh, good reactions and, and you get uh, a lot of information and you realize that people, you know, have their own ways of making money, but it's good to talk and you don't really have to compare as much as you can just learn. And so I, and at one point, you know, I, I started a money club and basically a few friends like, Hey, let's get together once a week. And just, it was a mastermind group. Let's talk about money. We don't know what that means, but my goal was to go and find everyone around you and have like a conversation. If you see someone successful, ask them about it, you know, ask them how they got there. What are they doing to make it? If someone's thriving, you know, I think that's your best uh, resources to the folks that are around you. And I'm sure they're happy to share, you know, with me, anything that you've seen me do, or you have a question about how I approach something, I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you. So I think you'll find within your own circle, there's plenty of those folks like that. Um, and I think the, the I'm going to leave with one question. And, and I mean, this is kind of out there, but um, Tobias, if I were to ask you, basically, what is your relationship with money? Um, how would you describe that? Uh, okay, you got me there. Um, <laughs> money is something um, I like the numbers. I, I really like seeing the numbers grow. Um, I don't really need it. Um, I, I I just like the chase. Like the chase is better than the catch. I think that's really my relationship with money. I, I don't care how much I have or how much I make. I'm, I'm about trying different things and see if they can make some money on the side. Like uh, I'm, I'm really more interested in trying things that I like to do and see if they make money. If they don't, I don't really care. But if they do, it's great. But that's really my relationship with money. That makes a lot of sense. You know, if you can follow your passions, you know, the money, the accolades, those things uh, will come. And so uh, I think you're, you're, you're right on track with where you're going. Uh, I like money as well. One of my favorite lines from the movie uh, back in the day, if you guys can remember this, Adam Sandler uh, in Big Daddy is trying to get a job at a bank. And I think his saying is, I like money. I have some money in the basement. I'd like to get more. And that's where you come in. So hopefully we can give you a little bit of that. Um, I'll answer my own question. You know, what is my relationship with money? I, I, I'm, uh, you know, I came from not much. And so I'm, I'm working on my way to getting somewhere. And wealth is something that I'm very much, uh, you know, a fan of. And I'd say, uh, again, just another old reference. You guys can probably tell my age by the movies I'm referencing. But in Jerry Maguire, it's, it's one of those, my favorite lines. Um, you know, he, uh, he's asked to be the ambassador of Quam, uh, basically help this person make money, but not just money, it's money, it's successes, it's riches, it's friends, it's love, it's family. And so, you know, at the end of the day, like I wanna be the ambassador of Quam for all the folks that I love. Like, I don't really want the money. I want you guys to have it and everything that comes with it. So uh, I'm gonna leave you guys with my favorite quote from that. And hopefully you're listening to this. And it's gonna be, show me the money. All right, pay attention, uh, follow some rules. Hopefully that helps for you guys. And we'll be back soon enough uh, with the next episode. Have a good one. Yeah.